welcome back to the fourth episode of the Rethink podcast with myself, Rachel Corsi, and Erica Timrak. We are really excited to be back once again. We have a wonderful special guest this week, which I will get to in a second. Firstly, I would love to just spend a moment to thank our listeners so far and just show our gratitude for their continued support and also their Twitter engagement because I feel like we've had a lot over the last week. Um, We really appreciate it. Erica? Yeah, we've had a ton of engagement. It's been awesome to hear from you guys, but it would be even more awesome if we get some reviews on iTunes. <laughs> Corsi begs for followers on Instagram and I'm going to beg for some positive reviews or just reviews in general. Mm. Well, we're going to save word of the week to the end of the podcast because there's a ton of guesses and I'm pretty sure they're all wrong. Minus, minus a few. Talking actually about word of the week, I've had a lot of people from home bashing you instead of me, which I've enjoyed. Thank enjoyed you. that. Because it's been a moment's respite from my Why accent. Why are they bashing me? Because you spelt blether wrong twice. I let it go the first time, but there is, there's no A. You know, it's not bleather. Although I'm sure some places in Scotland do say it like that. Um, All right. Anyway. I think we should just skip on to our amazing guests that we have in our studio today. You're right. We should. We can, um, we can leave the uh, word of the week to the end of the episode, but okay. we're getting anxious right now because we have a really, really cool person on with us today. Well, yeah. I think we're going to let him primarily give a little background himself, but he has... Previously played in the Premier League for Manchester City, QPR, Sunderland. He's now in the MLS playing for the wonderful Royal Salt Lake here in Salt Lake City, Utah. And I have just smashed his name, which I'm so happy about. <laughs> he is the wonderful Nadam Anuaha. Very good. Very, yes. very good. Hey. All correct. Everything you said was correct. I, f- I was feeling the pressure. I actually might need to take my jacket off. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, talk us through a little bit of your story, a bit of a background. We could obviously do it, we could read off Wikipedia, but I think it'd be better if you gave the authentic version. Okay. Um, how far back do you want to begin? You pick. Um, so I was actually born in Nigeria uh, okay. and I came over to England when I was five years old with my family and we lived in Manchester. It wasn't, it wasn't the nicest place to live or anything like that for a, a very long time. But we lived there, so I, you know, I have Nigerian blood. That is... That is essentially home for me, but okay. I was raised in Manchester, and I love I love being a part of that community. So as I say, I came over when I was five. Um, people attempted to bully me when I first came over because I was different. That got dealt with very quickly. Um, we moved forward. I then signed for Manchester City's academy when I was ten. Ten? Um, when I was ten. Oh my god, yeah. baller! Which, That's legit. Yeah. yeah, I was so good. You know what I mean? <laughs> The, right. the crazy thing is, is now they're signing people from like se- six, seven years of age anyway. So 10, yeah, although that's it seems nothing. young now, like 10's like, oh, yeah. you're, you're, you're a bit late to the scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I signed when I was 10 and the club was a, it was a very different club then. It was, um, I think, was that two years after that, they were in, we were in the third division. And I remember being a ball boy and we were, I was like watching some really, really bad games, like really bad games. So to see where they are now, and this is all in the space of literally 20 years. It's, it's incredible. It's mm-hmm. absolutely incredible. But yeah, so I came through at 10. Signed my first... Oh no, sorry. I didn't sign my first deal. I went full-time when I was 16. I made my debut when I was 17. But I wasn't a professional at that point because you have to be... At the time, you needed to be 18 to sign a professional contract. So Is that an England, English rule? Uh, it might be European thing. I think it's slightly different okay. over here. But um, I'll never forget, my ver- the very first roster or squad I was put into was against Chelsea. 2004, I think... And we won that game 1-0. 
and it was the only game Chelsea lost all season on the way to winning the title. Yeah. Wow. And I was on eighty pounds a week at the time, <coughs> and the win bonus for that day was four thousand pounds. <laughs> what? And like wild. That's insane. I remember oh thinking, like, this is ridiculous. I don't know what to do with myself. And yeah. then somebody told me afterwards, well, you can't get it until you're eighteen. So I had to wait another six months for that. But to just be there to witness that, and then I played it. I think the week after. So yeah, that was that was the start of my career, and like 30, 40 years on, here I am in Salt Lake. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, that's but, insane. There's a lot more to tell, but how did that day when you were when you were putting the team? How did the, how did you find out? Like, um, is it like you know, did they put like the eighteen out the day before, or like what's and what the deal? Y- what year was this? This was two thousand and four. Okay. So it's crazy now that I'm in a locker room full of people born like two thousand and one, two thousand and two. For stuff. sure, it's it's scary. Yeah. yeah, it is. Um, so I was I played a second team game which was just like reserves at the time. We played against Manchester United on the Tuesday. I did quite well. It was a big game, was like big crowd, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Went to college on the Thursday. Then I got a call from the um, the kit guy. He said, oh, what number do you want to be? I was like, for, for what? He said, oh, for, for the game. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he, said, he said, for the game this weekend. Oh, my gosh. I was like, oh, why? What would you mean? He says, I'll tell you what. I'll give you number 16. There you go. You're number 16 and you're in the squad for this weekend. We've got Chelsea. The kit man and, that, and that's how you the found ki- out the kit man. The kit man told me because the the coach obviously said to him, you know, we need to draft him in. Has he got a number? And then he would have said no. So the, it was number sixteen was my very first number. Wow. I was kind of like, that's low. That's like real pressure. That's, like <laughs> yeah, that's close to eleven. Yeah, but like <laughs> it was in, it was insane. And looking looking back, it's such a long time ago. But like I was. Sorry, I hope by the time this podcast is finished, I've not really missed anything. But for me, like I loved. Man City was my team. I supported them from literally eight, nine years of yep. age. I was just going to ask that because yeah. uh, I'm the red side of Manchester. Wow. You are. That's a novel and I know. Yeah. I know. Are you it's tough to be me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. I, I, went, I went a little bit salty for maybe a year after they let me go. But <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. That's, That's a fair. true athlete right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like bigger picture now, I still have friends there. And now I'm back to being a fan the way that I was because I don't have, I don't have as many friends there as I did when I was still playing. Sure. And I'm over. I'm like so far over it yeah. now. I just like to see them do well, especially at the expense of the red side of, <laughs> of Manchester. You know what's like wild though is that people think of Man City and like there's this huge powerhouse organization, but like as you said before, like they weren't always like that, especially like early 2000s. We had nothing. We, right. We were a disaster. Literally. I was listening to this interview with Company, and he was like, "There, there wasn't even people to take. There wasn't groundsmen. Like no one took care of the field. Like they didn't have anything like that." Good. Let me just pull it quickly. So, <laughs> I, so I'm friends with Vincent. Yeah. Okay. When he came in, it wasn't too bad. Like the years, the years before that. <laughs> so he was being dramatic. Yeah, he was oh being, he's being a little bit over the top because okay. I remember when he came in, there was money to buy people like him. But okay. For the years previous, there wasn't, and okay. even years previous to that or prior to that, as I say, we were in the second, third division, right? And we weren't doing well. So when you signed Vincent Company, at the same time, I think they signed David Silva. Okay. And probably a few yeah. months after that, they signed like Tevez and Aguero. So it's not, you know, it's not the end of the world. Oh my gosh, Vinny, I'm so sorry. Someone didn't deliver your drink to you on the training field. But yeah. Oh my God. But he's, he's a good guy. Do you know, yeah. based around current events, it's good to see that he, although he's seen the times when it was tougher, because now it's probably, if you were to choose an environment to work in as a professional, being in that club now, it's probably one of the best places to be in the entire world. Yeah, no which doubt. It, which it never was. Like the training ground, just the management, like the way they want to win everything. For sure. Like if you don't strive, if you don't strive to be there or whatever, then what do you really want from the game? You know, he's. But yeah, as I say, to see someone like him who was there when things weren't as good, right, still be relevant now when things are terrific, and to still have those big moments. Yeah. 
It, it must be nice. It must be real nice, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I actually think I um, this is really random. We're going off on a tangent, but I actually think I would have watched you play in 2014 at Loftus Road against Crystal Palace. I think you won one nil, Charlie Austin. Yes, yes, you, you probably did. And what were you, do, what were you doing down well, there? Well, I actually played at the time. I played for Notts County for yeah. a year in England, uh-huh. um, and I lived with two Australian girls, and they both really wanted to see an EPL game. So Crystal Palace was your one you took them to? Well, I called my agent and I was like, I need tickets this weekend. Can you get any for any of the games in the Premier League? And that was what he gave me. So I was like, yeah. let's go. Get in the car. Off we went. Yeah, we tended to have a few tickets spare. You know, <laughs> but it yeah. was quite full, actually. We were sat at the end. And I'm, it's funny because when you watch EPL, you, all, you think about it. Or I guess like, I just really knew the Premier League from normally the big games are on TV at the big stadiums. So you just assume it's like... 60,000 people every single week mm-hmm. but then when we were there it's like I don't know what the capacity would be but it's not that big really? and so literally if I was sitting here like the touchline is probably where the wall is like two meters three meters you're close like you're yeah. in the action yeah yeah so like the, you're in it the stadium wasn't very big but it, I think it was like 18 19,000 people could hold and when it was completely full and the atmosphere was there it's as good as anywhere yeah. in the country oh yeah it was it's, great it's insane and it, as I would even say it's less do we have to talk in feet? Do we speak their currency? Speak their language now? Do we speak our own? I, I'm lost. I've lived all over and now I don't know what's what. Okay. So, Do whatever makes you comfortable. Okay. So around. I just said meters. I would, yeah. You said meters, but people aren't going to understand. I would say probably <laughs> six to seven feet away. <laughs> Doesn't sound natural. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's very forced. But yeah. That's, um, that's how close people would be from the fans. So you could never really escape it. If you think about the amount of times a ball will leave a field in, our, in the game that we play. Yeah. Like you're getting the ball from someone who's getting right in your face <laughs> yeah. all yeah. game. And if they like you, it's fine. But I've, yeah. I've played at home games where they've not even liked the home players. <gasps> wow. so. Yeah, they don't hold back at home. I find that funny here. You know, like, you put a cross at the box. There's nobody there. goes past everyone. Fans love it. They're yeah. like, oh, great ball, great ball. Back like home. You get badgered for that. Back home. Yeah. Oh, you could, uh, yeah. So I had to play right back a few times in my career. and Really? Like I was a defensive-minded right back. Uh, I wasn't really like the attacking type. I didn't but, think so. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but we'll talk about that at another point. Um, so there'll be yeah. some nice bit of play on the left. Everything's going up. The crowd's getting really excited. People standing up. Get the ball out to me on the right. <laughs> They're thinking, oh, gosh, I've got to cross this in now. Oh, gosh. Try to cross it in. Hits the first man or the keeper gets it. Oh, you're oh. <laughs> And then 18, you're in your head, yeah. No, no, listen, no one breaks into this. 18,000 people. Oh, I dare you, me. What is life? I feel yeah. like there's no other football culture like in England, but like with the like positives of it, you you also have the negative side of it. Mm. It's right? very cutthroat. And yeah. my, my mate played in the Prem, and he was telling me, he played in it for like 20 years, and he was telling me how... He doesn't have a social media or anything because he's like, you just get badgered. He's like, it's not worth it. Like the the abuse you'd get on it. He's like, it's just. It's which, which is interesting because at the start of your show every week, you guys plug your uh, social media, do you not? And I was thinking to myself, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, don't really want you to plug my social media as such because being from back in England, don't get me wrong. So I like, I like interactions with people. Sure. But I prefer on things like social media for it to be about me and the people who I actually know in real life. Mm. I respect that. You know, yeah. um, because you're, well. you're private on social media, I right? Am, yeah. yeah. Which is like it's not very it's not very common. Like no. it seems like people are either on it and open or just not on it at all. Sure. Um and being back home, the scrutiny. Uh so you know, I kinda myself and a lot of others, you can deal with it and you can kinda live for it in a way because the exposure is enormous. Yeah. Like a game that you play, it feels like it's just the people in the stadium who are watching it. 
but it's millions of people. Right. Mm -hmm. Like millions upon millions. And if something's going well, something's going badly, people will reach out to you. Even like you don't you don't know the person, but they just do it. Like they're probably fifty to seventy percent more trolls if you're playing in England than say I've experienced here. Like the day what day when I came here, I was doing the media stuff, and they said, "Oh, what's your Instagram handle so we can put it on?" Because you know everyone does it and all this stuff. I was like, "Nah." I'm just gonna just like just carry on living my normal quiet life. Um, but then, lo and behold, every so often, I'll have a post on the Instagram and they'll tag me, and then the floods start coming in and people are trying to write messages and stuff like this. And don't get me wrong, I I like people, I like human beings. Yeah, yeah, we can we can vote for that. But me, but me as a per yeah, I oh know. But me as a person, <laughs> so like I said to you before we started the show, I feel like I can be myself more when I'm not talking about my football. Whereas yeah. people who haven't met, all they want to talk to me about is the football. Yeah. And I can do that. But it doesn't it's not as genuine from my side because it's almost, especially, I wouldn't say as much here, but back home, you're always one bad interview or one bad statement away from being called at this or being called at that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's like such a dangerous, dangerous place to be. So I just like to keep to myself. For sure. That's mm. fair. Yeah. So I feel we're in a different, I'm just going to, I feel we're slightly different because we almost, there's a side part of what we do whereby we are also in a, a place of we actually are trying to grow the game. And so yeah, we're kind of we in a have a situation. little bit of a platform to help do that, which is why we plug it. Yeah, I'd, I'd, so, listen. I'd, whereas I'd, you definitely would be subject to a lot well, more trolls. I'd, than I'd, us. I'd, I'd, well, I, to I totally get it. Like I understand what social media is and I understand how it works. I understand its importance, especially for, say, growing the game that you do. Because like all you and your teammates, you do it really well. If there's ever a game coming up, you will know about it because everyone's promoting the game. Yeah. It gets more people to go to the game because I think as society sometimes you can just be lazy and not really keep a track of what's going on. Mm -hmm. But the more people you can sort of have going to games and the more you can just be in the conversation, like the more yeah. thing, the better things will be. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I, I see that. And I, like in some ways, I, I love it and I respect it, but it's not who I am. It's not where I yeah. want to be. No, yeah. for sure. And I do think that social media is a double-edged sword. Like mm -hmm. it does, it has its goods, it has its bads, but... That's kind of. I feel while we're here, I'm just going to do it. Go going to say at Rachel Corsi 14 <laughs> at Tim Rank. Give us your thoughts on Corsi anything 10, and everything. Oh my Trying to get Corsi to 10,000. Get it done. Do you we know? Need... Sorry. No, you go ahead. I was going to say the best thing to do. I've just had a look at the um, the World Cup groups for the summer. Yeah. So if you were to do something ridiculous against England, mm -hmm. maybe this will be a little bump that you need. Okay. Maybe. Okay. We can talk about that Just after because I feel what I might need to do is not appropriate to be on air. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fine. Wow. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, I did want to ask you about, <clears throat> we kind of touched on how like the culture over in England is so different. Kind of, what's your experience with hooliganism? And I know that like Americans probably don't even mm. understand what it's like to I mean, it's life or death over there, right? Yeah, and definitely. with the appreciation for the sport and the players comes the absolute abuse and the the racism mm -hmm. and just trolling and violence. And yeah. I, I would say, um, I can only really speak about England as such, although it does happen all around Europe and yep. so on. But talking solely in England, the place is nowhere near as big as say over here mm -hmm. so when you have a team that team as Rachel Rachel represents that area represents mm -hmm. that group of people and historically because overall places are just a bit older there say like Manchester Liverpool it's a rivalry before you talk about football or soccer rather and then when you bring soccer into it it's a it's a way that you can still fight in the way that you probably did 100 200 years ago yeah so people are very very passionate about you representing them right and you know this is why when you if we, if we can talk about this like as sane people, 
when you see people like fans and stuff crying about the game and stuff like this, it's insane. Yeah. But in the same breath, we also get it because it means so much to them. Yeah. And as I say, back home, you see more of it. I feel like you see more of it back home just because it is, they represent you. You know, that's yeah. why sometimes if someone's not representing them the way that they'd want to, they can be quite harsh on that person. For sure. That's why they're desperate to bring in someone who, yeah, this guy's more like me, which is kind of like why the academy model is the one which, if you could find success, would be the one which you'd want to bring forward. You'd like to spend a, as little money as possible and have people come through the academy who mm -hmm. are from the area to play well for the team, yeah. to represent the people, because at the end of the day, it comes down to the fans, doesn't it? Yeah. Like if, they're, if they're not there, like, not myself and Rachel, but as players, we're essentially there to entertain the fans. You know, I don't entertain anybody, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. But people like yourself. Apparently, like, I don't yeah. either. Yeah. After watching me for one game last that's, weekend, I don't entertain. No, no, no. I've watched two games. I've watched two games. So Even one worse. Isn't enough. <laughs> I've had two shots. <laughs> I've had, listen, I've had four shots in the last two games, which says a lot about Did they like, go for throw-ins? No, they were, they were all on target. Oh, wow. And I've, and I've not scored. And it's a bit yeah, worrying. For, to be fair, the ones, the one on Saturday... Defender does well. Yeah, it's just a bit worrying though that I'm getting all these chances though. Like someone else have them. I'd rather everyone else score, to be honest. Like, don't, can't be dropping to me in the box because nothing's going to happen. I really want to see you as outside back. I can't get that like vision out of my head of you as a right so back. So I'll, 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 uh, I'll, I'll show you a video of me scoring. Um, I'll say a famous goal from that position. Oh, yes. Was it a crot? It basically. <laughs> crot. Uh, so anyway. It, it was, was a crot. So it was, a, um, it was against Chelsea. Uh, don't, hey, when people make me talk about this. But yeah. We're back to Chelsea. Yeah, it was it was at Chelsea. It was at Chelsea. You know, we I, when I was at Sunderland, we we were the underdogs, and then I just got the ball like thirty, probably forty yards out, dribbled past five players, put it in the bottom corner. Five players. Five players. Put it in the bottom corner. It's <laughs> wow. too, it was too tight. Yeah, it's must have really rotated hard. So right the right. Listen, the computer is there. If you want to find it, it's available. Don't don't go on the rest of the stuff where you say I'm okay. a terrible player. But that particular video. We're gonna there, find it. We're gonna post it. What was your it? celebration? I didn't have one, which is my big one of my biggest regrets in football because I was literally so tired from even doing anything. Like, <laughs> so whereas that's such a center back statement. Yeah. So, so yeah. whereas some people, I remember a coach once had said like, hey, why? Do you when you run forward it's like you're running downhill and then when you run back it's like you're running uphill like for me i'm the exact opposite when i run forward it's like i'm running uphill i'm thinking what am i doing here it's so, yeah. like so long my like shoulders yeah. typically like get closer and closer to my ears like the further more like closer just, i get to the goal it just gives me anxiety the people who are better players than me on this team so why am i bringing this ball forward someone else take this ball please yeah but you'll see you'll i think see. one coach told me one time that i was limited to two touches in a game not because it was like Let's play two touch. It was literally once you get the ball, control it and pass it to the nearest person. So yeah. that was kind, kind criticism. Just simple soccer, right? <laughs> it is, yes, yeah. I, I had a coach who was Roberto Mancini actually at Man City. He was exactly like that. We did team shape tactical work every single day that he was there, like without fail. Even if like ten people would have a recovery session, we still had to do it. And as a defender, I had three options to pass. I could pass it to my, if I was playing centre back I could pass it to my left centre back to my right back or to the defensive midfielder I was not allowed to pass it anywhere else no long ball wow. nothing <laughs> you couldn't skip a player He hate, if you skipped a player in this team in this um, this drill he would stop the whole session I remember one particular point that where like, let, let me get this off my chest because I'm still yeah, very is, still yeah, very salty this really is a salty moment yeah. <laughs> like Roberto Mancini he isn't a nice person but he's a successful manager because okay. of the stuff which I've just mentioned like he makes it so you play exactly how he wants you to to play like there's you can't get around it it doesn't matter who you are yeah this is what you do which is good and bad yeah exactly because mm -hmm. yeah. it's a bit it's a bit mind-numbing but i get it because then they, right. they had an identity and if you buy into it then yeah well unfortunately it wasn't a case of you buying into it it's like you were bought into it like, you will you, buy yeah yeah you, you <laughs> had to do it okay 
uh, I was playing right back again. Sorry for scaring you with that. But <laughs> it's going to give me no I, I, I got the ball from somebody. I played it to the person I was supposed to play it to. But then he did something different and played it in another direction. And Mancini didn't like me. He didn't like this other guy. And he pulled up the session. Then he pulled me to the side. Some of this I put down to being lost in translation. Some of it I put down to him just being like fierce. He looked at it and says, hey, what are you doing? It's like you've never played football before. Oh, I was like, bruh. I don't know if you chest. can hear something worse as like a footballer. Yeah. Right? Like I'd been there for like from when I was 10. I'd had six different managers <laughs> previous, previous to him. This, this is guy's day one. Like, it's like, yeah, <laughs> this is actually my first it's, day. It's like you've never played football before. Like, ah. But no. you couldn't, could never answer back to him. I was going to say no reply. No reply. I mean, you don't have comebacks oh, wow. anyway, so. You were, that's rude. But anyway, <laughs> I, uh, I did have, um, there, there were two there were, yeah, there's two key things in terms of my personality, which he didn't like. So there was one time we were 4 up against Burnley, uh, away from home it was, going into just before halftime. And there was a free kick. And I was in the place I was supposed to be, because like, you had to be. But there was one player, an attacker, who wasn't. And they had a chance off it, but they didn't score. So we come in at halftime, four and a half time. You should be happy, yeah? Mm-hmm. The guy starts going for me about this set piece. So I said, but I was in the right position. Like, I didn't do anything wrong. He said, okay, okay, okay. So then everyone settled down, pulled me to the side, said, don't you ever speak to me like that again. I was like, okay, cool. Didn't play another game after that anyway. Uh, and then another one earlier in the piece was, you know, when you go to train, you, just, you, you try and enjoy it. Although it's, it's work as such, you try and enjoy it. Yeah. So I was doing a warm up with... Um, Name drop Michael Richards and um, you love name dropping. I could do this all day. Don't even get me started. <laughs> but yeah, um, we were just having a little bit of a joke in the warm up whilst doing it seriously. But again, he stops us. He says, "Listen, you come here to work. You do not come here to enjoy yourself." So, so he said, "Don't ever smile again while you do the warm up." <laughs> oh my God! And you say it in such like a villain voice. Yeah, that's because he's a villain. Like, <laughs> I can't help it. So like, I'm I'm doing all this stuff. I'm like, ah, oh, nice. But because he liked Mike, he pulled him to the side and had his arm around him while he was saying it. But for me, he was yeah. like shouting from a distance, giving it like the Italian fingers and all this stuff. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, oh. cool. So yeah, that was that's fun. And what? Sorry, just I'm sorry, I'm taking up the mic here. But it was I'm one loving thing. Loving it. It's all about it. yeah. Um. So we used to sit on the team bus and he said, after you, we, we were in a hotel before every game. Yeah. And he said, from once we have the team meeting in the hotel, you can't be on your phone. Like, can't be on it point blank, period. So, yeah, I can see you've got an issue with that. So for me, people would always ask me, am I playing? So I'd have to respond, no, pretty much with him all the time. Okay. But, like, I had to let people know because they wanted to come to the game and they were asking about tickets and so on. So I was sitting at the front of the bus and he was, uh, he was like, maybe 10 feet away on the, on the angle, Yeah. So I don't just whip out my phone and say, I'm playing, I'm not playing, here are the tickets, mm-hmm. here aren't tickets. His assistant let me do that for three months. And at the end of the season, going into the last game of the season, he said to me, oh, can you put your phone away? The manager hates it when you do this. Mm. And I didn't play for those last three months. You must have been looking at me every trip thinking, look at this idiot here. Oh, man. <laughs> What's all I'm doing? I'm not, I'm not on social media. I'm not like doing anything crazy. I'm just informing my family. Like, yeah, I'm still not playing. You know what I mean? <laughs> But yeah, that's that's that was fun. That was, what, that, what was the rationale of once you're on the bus? Like, why did? It's just basically once you had the meeting, he just said it's time to focus. For him, in that period there, which I kind of get now, it was all about purely success. <clears throat> if you didn't win on a week to week basis, it was failure, and your your only drive was to come in there and be successful. That was it. There was yeah. no real enjoyment at all. How did the team wow. do with that? Like, obviously, you didn't do well with that. Well. I didn't do I didn't do well with it, not because of like anything in particular. It just from the get go, he just didn't like yeah. me, which as I got older I can understand that now because certain managers are just like that. For sure. But he just didn't take yeah. to me from the get go. Um 
but the rest of the team, it was more, it wasn't really a fully English style team. There was more of like a continental vibe within it. Okay. And as a consequence, that type of coaching is something which is more commonplace outside of England. Right. So the adjustment for them wasn't as great as it would have been if he would have come in with the same rules in like a full English dressing room. Because when that happens, it doesn't usually take long before there's some sort of mutiny and then the manager's on his way. Right. But with this, it's like, well, this is what he says. This is what we do. Yeah. End of. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Love these stories. As I say, this probably podcast isn't going to be long enough. I've got a lot. I've got a lot to say. This <laughs> it's is going to actually therapy. be a guest four times. This is yeah. This is my therapy. This is part one. <laughs> I'm glad we can facilitate that. No, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, you touched on your personality, and so I'm going to I'm going to. Uh-oh. Will we go to this little this little game we've got? Okay. <laughs> okay. First thing we're going to do is you have to describe yourself in three words. In three words. Yeah, like three different words <clears throat> that you'd say describe you. Um. Empathetic. Oh. Deep. Kind. Love that. Lovely. Okay. All right. Three words that describe you as a footballer. Competitive. Okay. Positive. Right back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Competitive, positive. Goal scorer. Uh, well, 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 I've I've, I've scored scored more goals than someone else in this room, but let's not talk about that. Um, I don't know E. Don't let him talk to you. Like <laughs> I know, it's I think, rude. I think as I've gotten older, I'd have to say leader as well. Yeah, that, yeah, I think you definitely, I think that was something I would definitely say about you just from watching RSL games. Yeah, I, so coming to RSL, like I was in England and I had a chance to stay in England, but being a little bit old without being classed as old, I thought I wanted to try something different because I had all the options to stay in England. As I say, the money was better and so on and so forth, but I fancied a different experience. Mm-hmm. I've always been the type who likes to see the world. Sure. Like I, I love travel, probably the same way like most of you guys love to travel and so on. Mm-hmm. Like back home, a lot of people just go to they go to when it's when it's the off season. Like the season's just finished in England now. They go to LA, they go to Toronto, they go to New York, and they go to like Ibiza. That's like the cliche footballer yeah. be- beginner package. Yeah. But I've never gone to any of those places because I like to just go and see elsewhere. Yeah. Um. So the thought of staying in England, just doing the same thing over and over and over, which I which I can do. I know I can do it. But for me, it wasn't necessarily about play the number of games I play. It's more about the experience now. I want to retire and talk about the time that's spent in this different place with this different environment with these different people right but yeah with that then so when I came over for as much as I was brought to try and help the team be successful it's a very young uh, locker room yeah and I think it was probably the only time in my career where when I came somewhere speaking to the management and so on I knew exactly why I was there and what I needed to do and it's to try and help those people to become better players to try and help the club be successful but just try and like I always find when I got older, I was captain for three years before I, I came here. And it was again, it was a young dressing room. The experience that I've had in my career, if I can help people to understand what really matters within the game at a younger age, I think they can make better decisions. And as a consequence, they can have a better career than I had. And I think for me, as an older player, that's what I want because then I know I've had a positive impact on that person. To see the same people making the same mistakes as I would have done at certain points, it's not very fulfilling in my opinion. Like it's, as yeah, I say, it's, totally agree. it's young, like you just, you become like I was, I was young, uh, but then all of a sudden I'm talking to people about an under 21 tournament I played in 10 years ago and I'm like, oh my God, like I'm actually really old. Yeah. This, I'm watching, I watched Terminator <clears throat> something. Oh no, I watched The Matrix. That's what I watched. I watched The Matrix. so American there. Yeah. I watched, the Matrix. I watched The Matrix. <laughs> so I watched it and on Netflix and it said 1999. Oh my gosh. I was like, hold on a second. I'm sure I'm playing with people that were born past this. <laughs> So I can't even go and talk about this film here <laughs> because they didn't even exist at this oh point in time. Oh my gosh, so. that's sad. Yeah, those things are not fun to do. No, not at all. I have a lot of those but moments. I, I do agree with you. Like, I, I've only been 
playing professional for seven years and I look back to my rookie year and if I would have known things I've known now I would have been a completely different player mm. and I do think that's cool that you want to that's, that's you know big, what I mean bring yeah. that out in players and like that's, educate them on that's that. the thing where I said to describe myself how I said positive because you know overall I think to a certain extent here but more so back in England locker rooms can be very very negative places because you play under more pressure like a lot of people have money so there's almost like a level of arrogance that comes with it as well sure and so you know if something's not working out they'll just go to this place they'll just go to that place they'll just go here do this do whatever and like, it doesn't matter and that's that's a really dangerous place to be and i think it can affect a lot of people like within the last two years i've had two players who were in my locker room back in england who broke down saying that they couldn't take the stresses of the game mm. and it's not and unfortunately something which you just take for granted because going and playing in front of people when you think about it, it's actually quite daunting Right. Yeah. Especially because you're being critiqued for everything that you do. For sure. And you can't really escape that. Yeah. But you just assume that everybody can deal with it in the same way that you it. can yeah. do it. Definitely. But then, as I say, just just now with the, with the players that we have here, because we have lots of good players, it's just understanding why in this moment maybe we do this instead of that. Understanding that, you know, the coach has said this, and even though you may disagree with it, the coach is always going to be right. Right. So go with what the coach is saying. For sure. Like, obviously, you have different personalities of coaches and so on, but like, For sure. it's important to do this because you never know when it comes down to it, say, especially back home, you you basically live and die off your references. Yeah. If you're in a football club and you're not doing, and say you're not doing well, but people perceive you, perceive you as a nice person, they'll go over the, over, they'll bend over backwards right. to help you get to the next place. Right. If you're not doing well for the club, and you're a bad egg. You're dead, for, dead, dead to them. That's it. You're, yeah. you're done. And when yeah. someone calls to ask, oh, what's, what about this guy? Very quickly, you know, you've got a bad reputation that's basically going to spoil your whole career. For sure. So do you want to tell us a little bit about your experience so far? Not only playing in the MLS, but just living um, in yeah. Salt Lake City. Sure, yeah. Um, so being from Manchester, that's like the, uh, it's known for its worker bees. So yeah, it's here like we a, a blue collar city. Yeah, so I here like we Manchester. Are. So here we are in the Beehive State. <laughs> He had that ready, I liked it. But I only found out when I was in Kansas, actually. I was in, sitting in a coffee shop there looking through all the state stuff, and then I was like, oh, you tell the Beehive State, that's really, that's really <laughs> How fitting. Yeah. Oh my Why were you in Kansas? Uh, it was from last season when we played um, when we played Sporting. Down in Sporting Kansas. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Um, I've, in, I've enjoyed it. It's been very, very different. The pressure's very different because, say, being from Manchester, playing for the team in one of the teams in Manchester, you can never escape the game. Like it's live and die. Right. Like everywhere you go. Yeah. 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 It's a big yeah, football city. It, it's huge. So with that, yeah. being somewhere else now where you can play a game and then go back to your normal life just in a snap of a finger. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool because for as much as I love playing this game, I also love the thought of starting the rest of my life at some point in the future. Because you know that's gonna that's gonna be a lot longer yeah. than this career that I've yeah, had. Definitely. I find it interesting that that's something that you take because I feel the opposite. I feel here. I wish we had a rival. Yeah, yeah. Like I miss that. Yeah. Like yeah. Because to me, that's what I grew up with. In yeah. like football back home, like even if it's like a small rivalry, like I lived in Glasgow. I'm an Aberdeen fan, but I lived in Glasgow, like Celtic Rangers. It's just like yeah. It's such a good buzz. Like I've been to Manchester derbies. I've been to London derbies with friends who play for Arsenal. Like mm-hmm. to see that, that's like a really special thing. It's and it's like a big part of football, and you can't replicate that type of environment in a game yeah definitely i think it's different for me because i'm a bit older and because i'm enjoying so much the rest of my life right now i feel you're like six months older than me <laughs> no, 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 how, no. Long, how long have you actually been playing professional uh so i've been playing professionally for 15 years okay that's it yeah you know you thought two I'm and a half th- years listen that's when did you start when did you again. start when did you again. start which year did you start pro yeah um when i was 24 
See, so that's that's a so. I was a latecomer. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So that stuff does play into it, and you know, I, I love it. And when I do stop, the thing I'll miss the most isn't necessarily going to be the way that the locker room works and so on, and just playing because I can play with my friends again, like I did doing an academy, which I yeah. loved. Yeah. <clears throat> like I'm going to miss that point when you're walking out onto a onto a field, and all the fans are there to see you. And in those big games, you can feel the noise and mm-hmm. the electricity in the air and all that yeah. stuff. And that's like, you can't buy that. Mm-mm. Someone yeah. could score a free kick today, like they saw Messi score last week, but they're not going to score it at the new camp in front of 100,000 people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, as I absolutely. said, that's what I'll miss. But I'm going to miss yeah. after a huge game and like not sleeping that whole entire oh night because my God. you're just wired from adrenaline. Oh, God. I don't know. There's just like something special about that. Do you that. like that? That's sick. I know. <laughs> I know. But it's like those little things that I know when I'm retired, I'm going to be like, I I don't know. That's a long you way off for you, though. You're a long way off from that. I don't know. You'd be playing until you're like 40, I think. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, I think well, so. Well, ballerina twinkle so. toes over there. Exactly. It's, always, it's easy for attackers, isn't <laughs> so it? So soft on oh, It's so easy yeah. for attackers. You don't yeah. like pound the ground like we do. It's yeah. Collisions. You just run doggies all day. Yeah, it's fine. You love it. Yeah. 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 Uh, wait, so we want to hear what you think about. The Utah Royals, and okay. we actually saw you at our last game. I saw you in one of the suites. We didn't, we know you didn't want to get recognized, you know, sitting with the common folk. So, <laughs> so well, to be honest, to be honest, the issue was like, um, if I'm being completely, completely, completely honest with it, I was expecting to be able to get hold of just a normal ticket. So I spoke to our like player care guy. He says, "Oh no, no, just go and sit in the in the special bit. There's no food in there or anything, so it's not like prawn sandwich brigade or, or whatever." <laughs> We, we, There's like Dom Perignon when he walks in. Yeah, well, it should be. It should be. If you're not drinking that, you're living. You're not living life, are you? But yeah, there, there was there was none of that. But like from when I came, I love the concept of having three teams basically all under the same roof. Yeah, like I I really love that. So everyone everyone feels like they're together. It might not be the case. I may be wrong, but it feels like everybody's together. And to like the investment from Deloitte and all this stuff, and like I can. So I enjoy women's football football anyway, because I used to watch it a lot when I was in England. Like, I've probably seen you play. I've probably seen mm. you play in the Notts County Day. You reckon? I think I would have done, yeah. Because at the time I was... So when I first came through, I was sponsored by Umbro, and okay. so was Rachel Yankee. Oh, yeah. So I used to do a lot of stuff with Rachel Yankee, and that's when I was really getting into women's um, football at that time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Obviously, it's changed to the Super <laughs> Leagues and whatever. But, yeah, so I've, I've been big into, like, women's football for a very long time. Because I see, like, I watch some games and, like, that's legit 10 times better than the game I just played in last week. Like, our game was a disaster. I've played in some games which I hope will never be seen again by human beings. <laughs> They're on the internet somewhere. No, I, I don't I'm, think they are. And so have we. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I genuinely don't think they are. I think they've just been deleted from people's <laughs> memories and stuff. There's, like, a scoreline but no video to go with it. But, like, as I say, I love it. I, I love it, especially with... Um, so you've got the Monarchs as well who share the same, yeah. uh, like, complex as us. So mm-hmm. you see them all the time. It's good. I like knowing all these people and hearing the different stories. Yeah. Like, like I said, it's like um, I mentioned the empathy thing. I understand everyone. Everyone is different. Like I, my perception on life changed after I had this um, analogy read to me about uh, beach about the beach ball in a room. Have you heard it? No, let's hear it. Have you? So I've is, heard it. Yeah. yeah. But for Annika, we'll do this for you. E. Okay. It's ho- nice. Hopefully, it's, it's nice. hopefully it's the same one anyway. <laughs> okay. So you can have four of us standing in the four corners of a room, and you can have a beach ball now that's blown up to cover everything but now you can't see the three other people in the room with you. And you can basically have two different types of people. If someone shouts to me, what color is your beach ball? Or what is the panel of your beach ball? I, would, I could say red, I could say blue or whatever. And then if I then go and ask somebody else what theirs is, and they say it's a different color to mine, I can say they're wrong. Or I can appreciate the fact that they're seeing something different, even though we're in the same room. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Yeah, I do. I like that. But a lot of people <laughs> don't think like that. Sure, no. They're very quick to be like, well, this is my way. For sure. This is right. What you're saying is wrong. 
this is unacceptable. But people in life do things for re- for like reasons which make sense to them in that moment. And I think once you open your eyes to that, then you know you can you can enjoy life a lot more. I you cannot that. see people as like villains all the time. Like for everyone's sure. different. Whether it's a case of like sexuality, whether it's a case of as I say, just type of food that you like or dislike. Yeah. Like I know you're a vegan. And I don't hate you for it. <laughs> oh, wow. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, for sure. Like, I'm sure you, you do face that a lot. Yeah, I do. But I read something the other day that was very similar to this beach ball concept. And it was like, an opinion is the lowest form of intelligence. Like, empathy is the true, like, the highest level of intelligence because it's actually putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation and trying to see it from other points of view. Yeah. And I really like that. Yeah, it literally, it, it changes the way that I perceive things. So yeah. I'm, I'm far less stressed like literally understand what people are doing things for what that's what feels right for them so again so we're in the locker room now some people are playing for this team some people are playing for that team i don't another thing which i'm big on is like i understand that you need to treat people fairly but i also understand that there's something especially for me as well i like being unique i don't want everyone i don't want someone to treat me the same as somebody mm-hmm. else i want someone to appreciate the fact that i am different for what i am treat me fairly right but still don't take away my identity sure which is another, well, that's a big thing. That's a big, big thing I've been trying to push back on, which no one's listening to, but we won't talk about that. They'll catch on. No, I don't, I don't think it will. <laughs> Not in my lifetime. But, um, yeah, as I say, to be in the locker room, sharing it with those people, talking about them, getting the chance to watch another team who basically represent you there. And then, as I say, with your team as well. Like, you're all really active on social media. It's good entertainment. That's the first thing. But then you're all good players as well. And I enjoy, as I say, coming from somewhere where I enjoyed watching women's football and then now to be in a place where not only do I enjoy watching women's football, but like it's here on my doorstep. And my oldest daughter, she's getting into sports and stuff. And I'm saying to her, anytime there's there's like, there's women's sport on TV, I'm like, let's watch this. This is good, isn't it? What are they playing? Can you see? (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah, they're playing football, daddy. Like, yeah, she's all, all, I mean, this is our team. She's got, so she's got a URL stuff and all this stuff. Oh, love that. Yeah, that's that's, cool. That's That's that's, really cool. That's a dream. That's like what we didn't have growing up. So, yeah, we're we're happy that like your daughter and their generation have it. Yeah, it's it's, it's awesome. Obviously, we live in a different world now compared to what it it was. And it's starting to get better. I think there's still a lot of injustice and so on across many, many different fields. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but it's anything that is like great will take time and take progress. So, yeah, but I'll say I'm, I'm, I'm over the moon. Me just as like a complete fanboy getting to like do a podcast with two Royals players is like pretty cool to oh be fair. God. We'll get you a jersey yeah. maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't really wear jerseys. <laughs> we don't wear it. Yeah, well, just, yeah, but then what's his purpose? Fair. Yeah. Well, what, what would you like? What about a phone case? Then? A phone case. <laughs> a nice <Yeah>. scarf. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I think it creep people out if I, so not necessarily just like, not like regular people who aren't professionals, but if I was walking around in a Royals jersey and I could still meet Royals players, I feel like it's a bit, it's a bit Spanish, yeah. Bit much. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think stun- it's only creepy if you make it creepy. Yeah, it's, I made it creepy when I put it on. Yeah, okay. So if I would have come on, come here now with the, the shirt on and when your name's on the back, you'd be like, yo, this is pretty weird. Let's cut this. I mean, this. I'd be fuming if you had Erica's name on the back. You're right. <laughs> it would be a bit weird, yeah. Um, I want to ask, if you were to go home, or when you next go home to the UK, England, mm. um, you go to the supermarket. Mm-hmm. We're not going to name brands. Woolies. <laughs> not Woolies. Yeah, definitely not Woolies. When I heard that, I was like, definitely not Woolies. Um, what would be the first three things you'd buy? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so if I assume that at this point I've cut all ties with being a good professional in health and yeah, all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like you've got six weeks off. <sighs> six, that's the, you used to only have six weeks off. Oh, like, and now yeah. I've got like three months off and I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> um, I would say... 
this is going to slim going to get lost in translation to begin with but i would buy some biscuits yes yes yeah but like not of not like an american biscuit as you know like my grandma's from Sheffield. Like I get it. Yeah, but no, but <laughs> this is this is, this okay. is what this is what I think you two forget. Sometimes you're not talking to each other as such. You're talking to everybody else. Okay. So if I say it was a biscuit, yeah, like people are thinking like, oh, like a biscuit in KFC or something like that. Like, like, no, cookie, I'm, right? No, but I think you don't call them cookie because a cookie yeah. is a cookie. I know that, that <sighs> bothers me. I'm just so sorry for being. It's alright. Yeah, you, you, you can be the third wheel whenever you want. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'd get something like a traditional sort of like custard cream or oh, like yes, a chocolate digestive. Oh and I'd probably just, chocolate digestive up there with like. Definitely. Yeah, I'd probably just eat my way through that. Just eat my weight in that for a, like a week or so. That, do you say just one thing or a few three. things? No, you're three. You're three. So we're going custard creams, chocolate digestives, one oh, more. God, um, I don't know. You know. Just uh, jelly babies. Nah, not jelly babies. Well, nah, nah. I'm, I'm an adult now. I don't. I don't really do that. Go yeah, please. <laughs> you can walk now. Um, um, I would buy some sort of sweet. Uh, do you do you have Haribo over here? Say it again. Haribo. It's so. like uh, candy. It's really original. No, no, no. But, but it's like, like a, it's like a, a brand. You just if listen. You, you just know, know. You know. I'll bring some okay. back. I'll bring some back. All right. Yeah, sick. It's, it's a game changer. Yeah. So basically, I just rot my teeth and just like make myself really fat. Nice. But yeah, that's, that's what it's like to be home, home comfort. Life, right? Listen, as long as I stop people, it doesn't matter what I look like. <laughs> Love that. Okay, well, um, time is ticking. Yeah, Should we? Sorry. I know we're going to have some RSL fans. Hope, well, I hope we are. Um, no, I know we have some who will be listening. Um, and hello to the new ones. Um, we're going to just do a quick fire couple of questions about the rest of the boys. Okay. A little most likely um, we like to play here. Yeah, let's go. How well it. do you know our team, though? You know, like, would you know, like, a fair few of the players? I, okay, so here we go. Um, I had a feeling this was going to happen. So you've studied a lot no, of No, 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 no. No, I've, I've not studied. I've just, I've, I've watched a couple of games. Okay. And I've just kept track of things. So, unfortunately, is it Bernhardt, the keeper? Yeah, Barnard, As well yeah. as Barney. Abby Smith. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Bowen right back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Burn. Yeah. You. Yeah. Uh, the other Sam Johnson. Yeah. The, uh, the, the real Sam Johnson. Yeah. Um, the left back, is just, you just signed recently, didn't you? Rookie. Yeah, yeah. she's a rookie. Uh, Desiree Holden midfield. Love this. Uh, Gunny midfielder. Mm-hmm. Um, Vero midfielder. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Eric midfielder, but I'm just going off the starting team the other day. Um, Love that. Is A-Rod, as you call her. Yeah, as we call There's Stengel. Yeah. Uh, there's usually Press. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then there's Low as well. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, then okay, so off the bench is Mandy. I could do this all day. So now imagine okay, well, if I if I if I had a shirt on now and I was talking like quiz. this, tell me how creepy <laughs> yeah. I would look. I'm actually happy yeah. I'm a jersey. Yeah, exactly. I told you. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So okay, you, so you know the most fanboy. Okay, so we're going to do this quick fire. Attention to detail makes a difference, huh? <laughs> I'm going off the cuff here. Go on. I'm going, you're going to answer for who this person would be. Would be in your team. <clears throat> okay. But then I want you to predict who it would be in our team. Okay. Okay. So first one is longest in the shower. Oh, longest in the shower. Um, this can always play two ways, can't it? Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, because Erica's childish, it's going to go a particular way. <laughs> yeah, uh, just sitting here with a cup of tea. Sipping your tea. Longest in the shower would be... Uh, I don't actually know. Uh, I'm not really creeping on people like that. Um, <laughs> this probably means it's you if you're taking this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if, the last I one. spend a lot of time in the shower thinking about things other than who's the longest in the shower. <laughs> So we'll go with Nate on for that one. Okay, and then for you, uh, be someone who would be quite 
keen on themselves. Mm-hmm. Is that the right thing? Yeah. To, right to say? Yeah. I sure. once heard a story about Stengel being quite keen on herself. <laughs> yeah, yes. she's probably the yeah. least humble person I've met. Yeah. <laughs> so if that's true, then yeah, Stengel. But so are you. Stengel. So it works out that yeah. you guys. Perfect. Yeah. Great mind. Perfect. Okay. Next one. Worst dressed. Um, Tate Schmidt. Oh, poor Tate. No, not poor Tate. Poor it's unacceptable. Tate. It's unacceptable. He's a rookie. You gotta show him that. No, no. When you were, no. when you were, no. Stop it. No, absolutely not. He's he's like. So he went to Louisville. Like somehow I know that when he's wearing the clothes every single <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, the college years gotta go once you turn pro. We have a rookie and went to Louisville too. Okay, she wears UNC gear. No. Gabby. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she only wears Louisville stuff. I'm like, you got to change that up. Yeah, it's not that great of a school. Right. Yeah, like, damn, man, you're just like, just, you, you getting paid now? <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be expensive. Just get just something. Go to, go to Gap. Get some shirts. Yes. <laughs> H&M, whatever. Yeah. Like, make it work. Yeah. Find a shirt that works. Buy all four colors. Exactly. Done. Exactly. Yeah. Or like, two black, two white. Okay, worst dress on our team. Um, that's hard. That, that's but tough. But you, you're just going to have to stab in the dark. But. Uh, let me study this. Let me have a look at current settings. <laughs> Um, I am gonna say Rebecca Moros. Oh, yes. <laughs> Becca. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No comment. <laughs> right. Okay. Yep, one of those. Yep, yeah. Yep, All yep, right. Yep. Um. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who is most likely to slide into your DMs? Which As guy? In, like guy and yeah, talking generally, not like just a general chit chat. Yeah, just like who's the guy that's. Always on the social media, always on around. social. Um, well, this could be incriminating, couldn't it? Um, yeah, so maybe don't pick someone who's gonna get or do. We like, I love a scandal. We can have all the tea here, can't we? Yeah. Um, um, who is it? Who's, who's, the, who's the most active on social media? Do you know it'd probably be one of the younger ones? So we just no, just um, I'd say Justin Glad. He's like the only one who had girlfriends. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was thinking. Okay, so no, he's eliminated. He's eliminated. Yeah. So he, top seven smart. choices were eliminated. I like yeah. that. He's got everyone's back yeah. for sure. For sure. Okay, and in our team, roles reversed. Um, uh, who's active and appears quite thirsty on social media? <laughs> um, this is a tough one. I love that. Oh my gosh. Uh, for let me try and just scan back through Instagram. I feel like you've used you've used Stengel, so that's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't use one. it. I can't, I can't use the name. We go through our roster, starting eleven, then bench because we know you know that by heart. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I kind of do. Um, oh, it's really tough. Um, gonna have to go. For, well, I'll just say Lowe because she's just active, isn't she? She's okay, like, Lowe's a good one. Yeah. 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 It was the obvious choice. And yeah. Lowe's good to get slammed too, so like she'll yeah. take it. She won't be she'll offended. She'll be like, yeah, she'll love she'll it. She'll love it. She'll yeah. be like, you guys fact, use you my just... name on like a podcast? Yeah. Yes. When you guys listen to that back, it sounds really like bad. She's just good to get slammed as well. Well, that's stuff. Well, she'll love okay, that. Okay, you're in. I'm, so I'm you're sitting here. I'm sitting here thinking like, what is We're this? Not, yeah, like I'm being appropriate over here. So am I. Yeah. For the record, I said nothing. You two said it too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one. Um, this one's a bit harsh. Well, no, it could be happy tears. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Most likely to cry in the locker room. Um, it would be our Sam Johnson. <laughs> oh, <laughs> So he's... Um, Is he an emotional, emotional oh character? Oh, my goodness gracious me. So he's a good guy. Yeah. But he's like... <sighs> what's the best way to describe him? Like, you know, the way the, way the game works, like, you can have disagreements with people. Uh-huh. Like it's never really too fierce. I've not really been in places where, well, I have been in places where fierce is like fighting fierce. 
But this isn't one of those places. It's overall, it's like, it's really positive. We're trying to go in the same direction. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I think sometimes he misjudges the way that people are trying to say things to him. Right. And he takes it personally. Okay. And it can stress him out. Then he cries. He may have come close to crying once. I think he did an interview <laughs> oh. on the weekend where he looked like he was about to cry, uh. which is just pure frustration. But yeah. I think it's just more so like, he doesn't quite understand us yet. Like when he gets it. And I just, I'm so happy that he didn't play in England because some of those locker rooms there, like yeah. you'd be Ruthless. crying Ruthless. daily. Yeah. My yeah. goodness gracious me. Yeah. Yeah. And in your team, who's going to cry? Are we talking like happy tears? Or like... No. I want like an ugly cry. Like... He's got an ugly cry. Um, hmm. um, did Vero cry when she got elbowed the other day? No, but I, uh, I don't cry? think like physical injury because sometimes you just tear. Ah, uh, it's like an emotional. It's I know you're water. usually the person like injuring people. Now that is fake know. news. <laughs> that is fake no, news. I've seen that picture on. Yeah, doing my, faces doing my research. Yeah, that's. I need to before we go any further. I need to get this out here right now because okay. this podcast. Okay. Is, this is, this you're podcast using us just for like more, a platform. This, this, yes. Warning: This is Listen, more saltiness. This no, from this isn't even Ned. saltiness. This isn't even saltiness. <laughs> this is just facts. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I may, I may, I may appear really, really aggressive, but I'm not. I've never tried to hurt anybody in all my career. But people see me, and regularly, people are terrified that I'm going to try and, like, destroy them on the field. But, like, I'm as fair There's as they no come. There's no malice. Nothing whatsoever. I'm as fair as they come. Because I realized, I realized at a certain point, people are just doing it to, like, pay the bills, to, like, live their life. Right. So why would you mm-hmm. go out and try and just, like, Hurt stop someone. someone from doing right. that? But, yeah, uh, so in your team for tears, um, uh, I would say... Do you know what? I'm going to be I'm going to be quite bad here. I'm going to say um, someone to my left. Um, the Scott. <laughs> I'm going to say the Scott this summer when England knock him out of the World Cup. It's going to be very oh teary. Oh my gosh. If England knock us out of the World Cup, then I think that probably means that we've reached them again in the final. Oh, which, you think you're going to get through? Well, like, I don't. We play them first, so they won't. Oh, care right. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I take that back then. I take that back then. I take that back then. She won't cry after she loses the first time to me. <laughs> But she'll, but she'll cry. The second she'll time. She'll cry. Right? No, 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 no. It's no. Funny. Listen, it's fine. It's okay to be in, t- in tune with your emotions. Sure. So that's fine. So yeah. when do you play Japan? Second or third game? Second. Oh, damn it. Yeah. I was hoping it was going to be third. Unlucky. Yeah. I, was, I mean, okay. I would so still be crying. So okay. So, crying she's, then, so. So, she's, so she's nails then. So she's yeah. not going to cry. So I'll say, I'll say, um, I'll say low again. I'll say. No, okay, I take that back. No, um, try again. Come on, third. Just like that was such a cop out answer. It was, yeah. I'm just, sorry. Just like put a little bit of effort into you. I, this is a hard one, though. I think out there. I just just start, think, you th- take the starting I've, I've, eleven players that he's. I've met literally. Of. I've met literally four, maybe four of you, possibly five, and now what you're saying is like, you who do you think is the softest person us. in the whole team? Just calling them out like that. Mm. He said Vero. Let's go with Vero. Yeah. But Vero for like. Just pure happiness that win another game, but yeah. like by yeah. more than she's, but by more than one goal. She would be a yeah. happy, she's a passionate person for sure. Yeah, which is amazing in her Spanish accent when she gets mad. Listen, if you if you keep the ball and you score like more than one goal, I imagine she's going to be very very happy. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what she says. Keep the ball, score. Yeah. Tell you what yeah. though, she so she's if that this term makes sense, she sunned me the other day. So when I saw her after the game, I like uh, gave her a kiss on the cheek, and then she tapped me on the back of the head. Took me right back to my childhood. I felt like, oh, I'm just a little boy. Oh. Just went. Tap, She's tap. precious. Oh. I like Vero. You guys have that Euro connection, right? Well, yeah, but the whole Euro connection isn't really a Euro connection. Euro connection is only no. a thing that Americans talk about because yeah. Europe is very much like patriotic to their country. Yeah, and yeah. there's like it's very diverse. Okay, yeah. that's my bad then. Like, that's okay. You fly somewhere they don't speak the same language, but it's the same time it would take for you to yeah. fly to like Denver or something. Yeah. 
Okay, I get it. Oh, sorry, a question for you two. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you two, sorry, do you we two, were going to get to this. Do you two like um? Do you like dogs? Yes. Oh, so you, this is the animal person. Okay, so I'm not talking to her anymore. I'm talking to you, Rachel. Um, do you okay. like dogs? I'm like, I don't dislike dogs. I'm not a big animal person. Amen to you. Okay, you're like me. Um, the question I was going to ask. I see this sometimes. I'm like, a, would you rather? Would you rather be able to speak every language, or be able to talk to all the animals? Definitely the animals. Have you? Ever, yeah, she got out of my car yesterday when we were after we'd prepped for <laughs> Don't this. Don't have to say this, okay? And there was a little cat, and I actually think it'd been at my door earlier, and um, it was like purring as if you know it wasn't very happy. And as soon as I said that, you got out. She was like, "I need to go. I need to get out and see if it's okay." And she got out the car and went and, you know, went to find him, her. I don't know, and like, I don't know. For someone was it okay? He was good. Okay. Glad to hear. For, for Glad someone hear. that sits on my side of the fence who would actually what would you say what would you say Rachel to what as in would you rather speak be able to speak every language I'd rather speak every language yeah so someone that sits on our side of the fence now because I've got back up you seem like you're really crazy like you could, <laughs> you could talk you could talk to any human like you can go anywhere speak every language there's not a human being on this earth who you couldn't communicate with okay but we'd rather talk to a fish just in a pond somewhere or an ocean but I mean I, I don't know if you know I, I speak I, German <laughs> and <laughs> I speak yeah, Polish. Yeah, and Dubai, yeah. yeah, good, good, yeah. So yeah. she, did you hear this story? I'm going to go on. So <laughs> we don't need to like previous. Oh, when she played in Bayern. Previous, yeah, yeah, she yeah, said yeah, to, sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. Her okay. and Basti yeah. were almost best friends until turned out they couldn't. I would say lovers, but it's whatever. Yeah, oh, don't do that to news. Mark. Yeah, it's old news. Though. <laughs> what a shame for Mark. Mark knows that. But you would have ditched him if Basti was. Keen. We weren't together. I was sing. I was a single woman. Wow, dangerous. In Germany. That's a story for another time. Probably not a podcast yeah. that yeah. is um, available to all ages. <laughs> um, okay, well, I feel like we should start to wrap up because... Yeah, sorry, I've, talk- I've told you. Mainly because it's happen. my dinner time and I start to get hungry. How long have we been talking, Ryan? Hour? At least. Just under? Wow. Yeah. I told you. I warned it's, you. It's been, yeah, it's been great. That was definitely one of the three words I had for you was chatty. Really? Yeah. It's funny, like... I meant to ask you that when we did that feature. Yeah. Can we look back around? I'm not really chatty. Okay. Okay, like, we're going to... I'm like, green. no, I'm low-key really antisocial. Wait, 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 wait. The beach ball, remember? Let's not argue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's talking about me now, though, so she's wrong. <laughs> That's the thing. Um, okay, well, do you want to do your three words for Nadim? Chatty. And then this is... We were talking about this on the right ice cream yesterday. We were talking about, like, something that, like, you're not, like... As like a footballer, if you, if someone ran into you, it's like running into a brick wall. So like we said, I think like dense. Don't put like, this is a we. No, no, no. Don't put this I is think a we. we both agree that dense is like a perfect word to describe him. Yeah, that. Have you heard that? that well, yeah, but when I heard it as a child, it means that you're stupid. Yeah, but, that isn't. Yeah, that but I understand where you're coming from. I, I, thank you. Yeah, thank <laughs> oh, you very much. Thank too you. much. Thank too you. much. I won't talk about stuff I did when I was in England in school, but that's fine. Whatever. It's fine. We'll, we'll move on. I actually did see your academic achievements on Wikipedia. Yeah, did quite well. It's right when you run your own Wikipedia page. Keep adding, adding <laughs> achievements to it. Can we just wrap this up? <laughs> yeah, let's just have let's you done, wrap it up. Have you done your three words? Three words. So I'm uh, dense. You've done chatty, dense. Dense. Uh, great, great. Oh, this yeah. is a podcast, that's, so when we don't use one. our words, it's really he tough for the like audience to engage. He took 40 seconds to answer each question he was asked. But at least he kept talking. You know, there was like filler <laughs> words. It's only the third time, fourth time doing this. Okay. <laughs> you know you don't deserve a third word okay. about that. and there we go and we're done <laughs> and we're I'm a salty roll. one okay <laughs> salty that's a perfect third one oh, there you go thank you <laughs> okay 
Let's hold on. Does Rachel do it or not? Or is it just no? It's my game, so I get to ask. Okay, oh, <laughs> just make these rolls up. Absolutely. No, go on. You say you do something. You do something. What do you think? Um, He's like, I just want to hear all these compliments. No, no, I'm not after a compliment. I just I'm going to say, hear. I'm going to say intellectual. Uh huh. Um. Oh, silence. On yeah, the like pod. friendly. Silence on the pod. Friendly. Okay. And then the last one, I'm going to say passionate. Yeah, can't really argue with myself, to be honest. There you go. I'd okay. say humble was another one for him. Yeah, good one. Yeah, glad glad we filled that time for you to come up with that third word. Great. Talking about words. <laughs> that was a pen dropping. Erica's in a little mood. Great. Um, talking about words, we're going to do my favorite section of the week, which is word of the week. Erica tried to call it hashtag wow last night. <laughs> Didn't catch up. <laughs> Unsure on that. You can make your mind up. Um, you can, of course, tweet us with what you think this week's word will mean before we get to that let's wrap up last week's word which was peely wally do you know what peely wally means God. i do not know what peely wally means okay so uncultured um yeah. we Hold did on. have a few fans that did get it is that after they googled it or just don't know we had uh seems like some people know the exact definition of things <laughs> it's weird kind of crazy huh? yeah i mean well, I can't find my my Twitter's not working. I apologize for everyone who responded. Now I feel like I'm very poorly prepared. I will give you the official definition, though. The word means to be pale and colorless in appearance, or off color and ill looking. Nice. Basically, yeah. me in the winter time. And most Scottish people in the winter time, which it doesn't get above sixty degrees for Americans or twelve degrees for my British followers. Mm. Um, so it's pretty much winter all year round. Um, anyway, that was last week's word. This week's word, which I think is very appropriate given we've probably just done the longest podcast ever, is haver. As in, we've been havering. Do you know what that means? Uh, I imagine it's to do something and forget time. Okay. Erica, what you got for us? I would say it's a synonym of digress, just kind of going off topic hmm. and rambling. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Like it? Cool. Like those answers? Cool. Um, feel free to use all our previous words, blether, laldi, peely and now haver or havering as you wish. We would love to see them on Twitter next week. I promise to be more prepared. Um, thank you once again for following and for subscribing. For those who have not done that yet, um, you can do so on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher and Google Play. This has been an RSL Podcast Network production and we are at the Mountaineer Studios in Draper, Utah. Thank you. That's impressive. Yeah. Thank you, Nadam, for joining us. This has been a lovely chat. Lovely blather. Uh, yes, yes. Do we had a Laldi? We got Laldi. <laughs> we got Laldi, yeah. Laldi. No good. Thank you for thank you very much for inviting me on. It's I love stuff like this, so Thanks for, thanks we, for having me. Yeah, you were glowing though in the entire interview. I love it. Like when I, when I <laughs> to go on when I stop, I'm going to do some media stuff. So not to do with football essentially. But I'm just going to talk. Just going to try and talk for a living. Yeah. <laughs> love that. Love that. I would support that. Cool. Well, thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Rethink. See ya. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> so creepy. Bye. <laughs>